Welcome to the JVB Health and Wellness Podcast. On this week's episode, we talk to two professional athletes, both football players, one in the indoor football league and the other in the arena football league, about their training, their health and wellness, their eating, and a number of other topics. Both of these athletes have aspirations to make it to the NFL, the National Football League, someday. Is that Dwayne? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Hey, so I have a bunch of people join this call, and we talk about health and wellness stuff. I'm happy to uh, talk to you about some of the stuff you got doing, you got going. I know you're a football player, right? Yes, I am. And you signed with one of the teams in the, um, I think it's called IFL. the I- I- IFL. No, that's awesome. Congratulations. Uh, thank you so much. And you, where did you play ball in college? Uh, out in uh, Missouri, uh, Lincoln University of Missouri. It's a uh, HBCU out there. Awesome. And, and you, uh, you're you from New Jersey, I think I saw, right? Yes, Jersey City, New Jersey. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm from New York City. I live in New York City. But since the pandemic, we came out to Southern California. I got some family out here. And so we've been out here. I'm an athletic coach where I coach some runners and triathletes. And I also coach some people that have no interest in being an athlete, but, you know, want to lose weight or want to get fit. I, oh, yeah. I do that on the side of my career. I have a day job where I am a partner at a large uh, public company and I help uh, represent companies that are bankrupt or distressed and need help. So I do this out of a labor of love on the side. And um, I kicked off this uh, call about uh, nine months ago just to okay. uh, provide a forum for people to kind of call in and and talk about health and wellness and you know, kind of try and do some healthy things, if you know what I mean. And so I, yes. I, I usually record this call and then I podcast it out. Um, if you don't want me to podcast it out, I won't. If there's anything that's offensive, I usually edit it out anyway. Oh, okay. No problem. I understand. So, hey, Je- hey Jeff, how you doing? I'm good, Jim. How are you? Good. We have Dwayne on. Uh, you're out for a workout right now? What you doing? Uh, I'm finishing up a run slash walk. Hi, Dwayne. Okay, nice to okay. meet you. Okay, that's me too. Um, Jeff, yeah, has, not, Jeff has not, run. Jeff has run about twenty New York City marathons now. How many in a row? Uh, I guess this year would have been twenty. Yes, so twenty. Amazing, Jeff. I guess, and, Jeff and I are both yeah. Wisconsin Badgers. We both went to college there. Neither of us uh, played football like you did in college. I wish I would have or <laughs> basketball. Uh, but I worked at a sports center and knew all the team, and you know it was it was it was good stuff. So. Jeff, good to see you out. Good to see you getting your workout in. Uh, Dwayne, we talk Thank about you. trying to provide a forum for people to, you know, move and exercise and eat well yes. and sleep and all those things. So tell us about yourself a little bit, Dwayne. Uh, okay. Uh, well, like you said, um, I'm from New Jersey City, New Jersey. Uh, I was born and raised here. Uh, like you said, I've been a big football fan. Well, I put it like this. I've been a sports fan for like ever. My household was none but sports, so... Like I said, I love football, I love basketball, boxing, you know, stuff like that. I grew up on that. Uh, I played, stopped playing football at the age of 10. Uh, before football, my favorite sport was basketball. I grew up as a basketball head. And, you know, as I got, you know, older, I started to get bigger. He said, yo, you ever think about playing football? I'm like, nah, I'm going to be a basketball player. <laughs> yeah, but you know, as, you know, as I got older, you know, I think you should get football a try. So, get football a try, and ever since then, I hit the floor running. Uh, I went to this high school right here in Jersey City called uh, Lincoln High School. Uh, 
I played football day two as well. Then from there, uh, I went to junior college, actually New York, New Rochelle, uh, Monroe College. Yeah. Two years there. Went there. Then I transferred to Lincoln, got my four-year. Uh, my major in school was business administration. Um, for work, um, I work for this company now called Traffic Plan. It's a traffic control service company. And also, um, on the side, I own my own networking business, DL Enterprise. And basically what I do from there is very simple. I take advantage of the partnership in the marketplace by streamlining surpluses uh, changes. So instead of going to the manufacturers and the wholesale retail consumer, uh, I streamline, you know, the process, um, stuff like that. So if that makes sense. Great. That's awesome. Hey, Nate, uh, thanks for joining. Um, How you doing? Sorry good. it took me a second to get in here. No, no problem. And you probably know nothing about what we're doing here. My name's Jim. I've been kind of hosting a health and wellness call for, I guess, about nine months now. I'm a health and wellness coach where I, I, I do a bunch of things. I coach athletes that are looking, usually runners or triathletes that are looking to get faster, looking to get leaner, looking to set PRs personal records. And I coach some not, I coach a lot of non-athletes that are looking to lose weight or just get healthy or improve their blood work. And so we, we, we set up this call. Um, we set up this call maybe nine months ago, just to provide a forum for people to kind of call in and get healthy um, okay. and, and, and have accountability for that. And then what I do after this is I usually podcast this out. And if somebody calls me and says, Hey, they don't want me to podcast anything out. I don't. Um, but you know, the idea is to provide a forum where people are out and podcast are the thing right now where people can listen and they can learn something from it. So, Hey, Dr. Elliot, good to see you join. How you doing? All right. Can you hear me there, Jim? I can, I can. So happy I don't know if you're join. happy new year. Um, so we have an interesting group of people on today. We have Dr. Elliot, who uh, did reconstructive surgery on my foot. <laughs> when I, um, I don't know what you call it, Dr. Elliot, if I had ruptured my, one of my tendons in my foot, but you did a crazy surgery on me where we, you did a tendon transfer. And I think you did a calcaneoostomy, which is to saw off the bottom of my foot and, and fix the position. Is that what you did? Exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. That's crazy. And so I have two screws in my foot. But the good thing is that, um, you know, I thought my running career was done when, you know, before I saw you, Dr. Elliot, I don't know if you remember, but I had run a 50 mile race and, uh, and then I had a little bit of pain in the upper, the high ankle. You know, I'm a basketball player growing up. I sprained my ankle so many times. And, and then I went and got a MRI and at a hospital, a good hospital. And it said it was normal. Then I went to two more doctors. Can you please read the films? because I don't think I am normal. Something's wrong, you know? Oh, you're fine. Did you read the films? Yeah, I'm fine. Then I see Dr. Elliot. And I don't know if you remember this, Dr. Elliot, but I remember it. I, I bring you the films and you're standing out there in your hallway and you're looking at the films and you said, come here, let me show you something. Your MRI says you're normal, but I don't think you're normal. Has anybody ever, have you ever sprained your ankle before? It's like, yeah, all the time. Has anybody ever told you you have, I don't, I don't remember what exactly you said, something like, do you have misaligned feet and something like that? And every step you've taken since birth, you've been tearing on that tendon. And I think your tendon is gone. So I'm going to send you for an ultrasound. And if you're all, and if, if I'm right, then you're going to need to reconstruct your ankle, at least fix that tendon because it's gone. And you remember that? Is, did I characterize that correctly? You, you certainly did. And while you should be able to, you lived it. <laughs> yes, I did. And then, and then I go and get the ultrasound and the, the radiologist says, and this is at hospital for special surgery, which is, I think, the best hospital in the world for this stuff. And, and, and the radiologist said, ooh, that's not supposed to be up against the bone like that. And then Dr. O, it does a surgery. What'd you do exactly? Do you remember? 
<laughs> no, we did. We did exactly what you said. I think we wound up uh, going ahead and transferring the, another tendon in to help the uh, ruptured tendon and cut your heel bone and moved it over because your foot was uh, putting too much pressure on those tendons. That's amazing. Well, thank you for that. I just remember saying, do you think I could walk the marathon? Uh, I, I run the New York City Marathon every year and I don't consider myself an endurance athlete, but I have, I guess, running these long races just to, as I'm, I'm 51 years old as of yesterday, just started doing that in my uh, early 40s. And, you know, I was able, you're like, I don't know, that's a long way, Jim. We'll see how you do. And I was actually able to run the New York City Marathon. I had that surgery in February and in November, I was able to run it pain-free with no issues. So, so pretty amazing. And now it's been eight years since that surgery. And yes, I've had some, fra I had the Jones fracture in my foot and I've had some injuries, but overall I'm still able to, you know, today I walked up and down stairs for an hour. I'm still able to run. It's pretty amazing. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, so we have a couple uh, uh professional football players on the line. We have Dwayne and uh, Nate. You guys both play in what's called the IFL, correct? You just got both got signed? Yeah, um, I, yeah I currently – I'm actually playing in the AAL. What is that? Um, in the in – the it's the American Arena League, um, It's in the, and I'm in the South Texas division. Um, but it's kind of – it's, you know, it's just another – it's another form of arena football. Um, it's – you know, it's it's same. It's a little newer than the IFL and the AFL and the NAL. Um, so we're we're still doing a lot of uh, building here. But um, yeah, that's where I'm at. And you played ball. You're a quarterback, is that right? Yes, sir. And you played ball in college. When did you graduate? Uh, I graduated last year. Okay. And did you try? Did either of you guys try and go into the NFL, or do you have any shots there? So I've had some discussions with, with a couple of teams that have seen my profile. Um, unfortunately, you know, I took, I took a different route when it came to college ball. I took a step back. Um, life hit kind of hard. So I had to take a step back from school and um, I ended up playing semi-professional for a year and COVID of course ruined everything. Um, so I, I got one game of film and uh, luckily, you know, it was, it was blessings enough to get this call and be able to come down here and get some more film. So I relocated from Washington over here to San Antonio. And then you, and, and then um, you are going to start playing in that league. When does that league start? Uh, we begin our season in March. And so what are you doing for your training right now? One of the things that I think is very interesting, you have a combination of everyone on this phone wants to be athletes and, you know, some of us need to do more than others, but the goal is to try and do something every day. What, what's your daily regime in terms of, you know, how you're preparing and what kind of exercise you're doing? Are you doing it on your own? You're doing it with a team. What are you doing? Um, a lot of the stuff we're doing on our own, you know, for my, for me, for example, I, you know, I, I do my routine. I wake up every morning about 8 a.m., um, I do my breakfast. Um, I do a 10 minute walk to kind of help boost, like get that metabolism going, getting that body moving. Um, and then I'll like, I usually will like to walk to the gym. I usually live about, I live about a mile away. So it takes me about 10, 15 minutes to walk there. Um, and it usually gets the blood going a little bit, you know, help start circulating everything. And then um, I've been focusing a lot more on like a lot of power lifting. Um, not as much like, um, not as much as a heavy reps, you know, I, I try to maintain like a, the ability to be able to go practice after. Um, so I want, I, my main focus is really just getting that explosive work. Um, I've been focusing a lot on my legs um, being a quarterback, you know, I can't really throw too, too well if I go and do shoulders and then go to practice, you know, and 
all that muscle's already tired, so I'm just going to tear it down. Um, but other than that, you know, we're doing a lot of home, like our own workouts. I have a couple guys that we, I meet up with every day, um, if not every other day, and we'll, we'll throw routes and do, do that and whatnot. But uh, we just began practice last week, so it's still in the very beginning of um, – team team uh workouts and team practices and stuff like that so so you're just, so you're really sore going. right you're really sore right now i take it <laughs> um surprisingly no no absolutely not you know i i like to think i'm in great shape you know i've been i've, I've been working my butt off for all this so this is really like you know this is i i like to think i'm in i'm in great shape for the position i'm at and where i'm at um I, before i played quarterback you know i i played deep the defensive side of the ball and i played some receiver as well um, so I was always, you know, the conditioning aspect at, at this position is totally different compared to when you're on those other positions, you know, they don't, you don't need to be as fast. You don't need to be as, I don't, I don't want to say you don't need to be, but there, there is definitely gives where you're focusing more on a lot of form, a lot of knowledge on the game. Whereas on the other side of the ball, you're really focusing on making your body so fine tuned that you can go up and hit a 350 pound lineman every play and still be fine. Right. How tall, what are your dimensions? How tall are you? What's your weight? Um, so I'm about 5'11", six foot if I stretch. Um, I'm sitting at about 190. Um, I fluctuate, you know, I have a very crazy metabolism. I fluctuate from 190 to 195. Um, but yeah, that's about where I'm sitting. I'm about eight. I like to, I would like to say I'm at like 8% body fat. Um, last time I checked, I was about nine uh, like 9.6, but I've, I've no, like I move into this Texas heat. I I've lost a lot of water, you know, so I've really been having to main like up, up my hydration. Um, I've, I was going from like a gallon a day to about a gallon and a half now. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, what do you, you're, you're doing a lot of lifting and you're, you're, you've got guys running routes. And so are you doing anything additional for cardio or are you just getting that cardio out of your lifting and your, um, throwing passes in the routes you know i try to incorporate uh cardio while i lift um i always so when i like i i do nothing more than a 30 to 40 second rest um i like to think you know if you're not sweating through your workout you didn't work out hard enough and it's kind of hard to do that sometimes when you are focusing more on that power aspect because you initially like Usually you want to give your body like two to three minutes of rest between a set when you're doing that power lifting stuff. Cause you want to get your body fully back, ready to go. Um, and I like to kind of, you know, I like to kind of test my, test my stamina on, on that aspect. And it kind of helps boost my, uh, my cardio as well as after every workout I am doing, I, I call it my cool down. Um, but, uh, I do about 30 minutes on the bike. You wear a device to measure your heart rate when you do that. I do not. You have does the thing have the metal things? You ever check your heart rate? Yeah, absolutely. I'm what? sitting. I I sit anywhere between like 120 to or like 115 to 125 when I'm going between there. So I'm at like, I want to call that like what 70 percent. Yeah, you're fat burning, which is which is great. Yeah, that'll keep you from getting getting hurt. And what are you doing for? Is this your full time job or you have a job also? Uh, as of right now, you know, like I said, I just moved down to Texas. So this is my full-time job, um, to be completely honest, you know, for extra little money right now, I'll, I'll go Uber eat and whatnot. Nice. Um, you know, play money is play money, but, um, as of right now, this is my full-time job at the end of the month. I actually, I just got a job. We, I begin working with card. It's the center for autism and related disorders here in San Antonio. 
um, mental health's always been my backup plan. So I, I figure why not, why not stay in the loop with it? And, you know, it's a passion of mine. So it's great. You got to um, do it. You got to do what you love. And let's absolutely. talk about the season. So how many, how many guys, how many people are on the field for the arena league? Is it eight? Yes, sir. Eight on each side Twelve. of the ball. Yeah. In the IFL, it's eight also. Dwayne. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I would say in the, um, in the IFL, it's nine. It's nine. Okay. Yeah. And um, talk, I'll start with you, Dwayne. Like how many people go to these games and how many games you have a year? And I've seen some videos. It looks like the stands are pretty full, but with COVID, are they going to be able to have people on? I know the games are, are, are broadcast on YouTube, right? Uh, yes. The, uh, the IFL had a own YouTube channel, which is the IFL network channel. So, um, yeah. And with the stands, like I said, with the COVID, I don't know um, the procedures now. Because everybody, you know, stands or everybody, you know, city of state might do everything differently. So I don't know the exact amount of people that are going to be there for sure. Are you, have you guys been uh, briefed on what your protocols are going to be? Do you guys got to get tested before games? You got to get tested before you come and work out? How, how's that working? Uh, we, well, I haven't received any information on that yet, but I could, because I report to camp uh, March 14th. So probably by between now to next month, I'll probably get like a, like a, like an email of, you know, the protocols or how we're going to be going about things. Yeah. Nate, Nate, you got protocols yet or not yet? Uh, yeah. So we, like I said, we started practice last week. Um, and to be able to go to practice, we had to get a COVID test before, um, and send our clearance, our, our negative test to our, our owner and head coach. Um, everybody had to have clearance to be able to be on the field. Um, other than that, you know, I, I don't know exactly how much, it, how much it's going to affect us here in San Antonio. You know, I don't, I know we're, we're, I mean, we're required to wear masks everywhere out, out and around, but you know, I don't, there are restrictions from my, I mean, come, I'm from Washington, you know, so coming from Washington, the restrictions there are, are insane compared to here. It's, it's, to me, it's almost like COVID doesn't exist here. <laughs> um, from, from what I'm seeing, you know, like there, there's still plenty of places with crowded people, you know? Yeah. Some places have like a limit, but you know, I've been to spots where there, there is a huge amount of people. I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to risk going into that. Let's, let's, let's turn around, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm in Orange County, California right now. And it's the same. It's almost like there's nothing, <laughs> nothing here. It's crazy. We just got to be careful and hopefully we can all get through this so that we can get the vaccine and, you know, get herd immunity here and get back to normalcy. But that's probably going to take a while, given everything going on in the world. Absolutely. Now, now these the, you guys, what, what I've seen that like when the seasons are going and we're not in a COVID mm -hmm. world, you have a lot of people go to these games, don't you? Oh, you yes. Guys, like, how many are we talking Absolutely. about? 10, 15, 10, 15, 18,000? I think the state of, I'm going to, I think they can pass the, I think it's like close to 20,000. Great. Yeah. Not mistaken. Yes. And are there any differences other than the eight or nine players? Are there any differences? I know the field is more opened up, right? So I guess quarterback wise, it allows the quarterback to scramble a lot more. Now, Dwayne, you're a center, I think I saw, right? Yes. And what are your dimensions? So basically, me, I'm right now. I'm six, six two, like between two. I mean, two. I said, wow, two. I wish, uh, three, three twenty eight to three thirty, and that's coming from being last year, early last year, from three sixty. Okay. So, no, and how did how did you lose how did you lose that weight? Uh, for one, uh, changing my eating habits. <laughs> for one, mm -hmm. uh. It's uh, it's a bit faster. Uh, 
sometime between based on the day, working out between one to twice a day. Um, but yeah, basically it was more of my eating habits. How about sleep? How do you guys sleep? Shoot, uh, uh, I don't have anxiety sleep. I sleep late. Like I go to sleep late a lot. Yeah, you know, um, in order to be able to lose weight, like one of the things we have to do is sleep. I have all these different pillars. You know, you got sleep, you got movement, which is exercise, which is moving around when you're not exercising, which is exercising, which you guys are doing strength and you guys are doing aerobic, probably keeping your stress down. But sleep is maybe many experts will tell you sleep is the most important thing. And we need to get at least seven hours of sleep, preferably seven yeah. and a half, seven and a half to eight hours. And if we don't get to sleep, our body will create all kinds of excess stuff and it's hard to lose weight. So people always ask me, how do I lose weight? And I always say, well, make sure you sleep. How much do you sleep? You know, make sure you're sleeping seven or eight hours a night. Uh, okay. okay. I got to take it up. Okay. Me, I say like, I get like, I'll be going to sleep. I'm just saying on a regular night, um, it could probably be like 11 o'clock, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. You know, uh, I would say I go to sleep. When do you get up? Uh, I go to the gym at uh, five o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. Uh, I go to the gym before I go to work for like an hour. So I would say from five to close to six, then uh, I go to work at seven thirties. Yeah. And I, um, I always, when I coach people, one of the things I always try and put in place for people is what I, what I call a seven hour sleep rule. So okay. if, if one doesn't go, but go to bed early enough to get seven hours of sleep in my mm -hmm. advice always to them is okay. The sleep is more important, particularly for somebody that's trying to lose weight uh, or recovery yeah. or recover from injuries. You know, you mm -hmm. heard me talk to Dr. Elliot about my uh, surgery. And I think one of the reasons that I recovered so well is because I do sleep. I do eat well. I, you know, I do try and keep my stress down. I do move, you know, and so it's really important, but I, you know, if I, you know, I'm not your coach, but if I were your coach, I would say, Hey, you know what I mean? If, if you want to um, be in this position where, you know, you are going to lose the weight and maintain the weight loss, or if you want to go on another yeah. trend to become, you know, even less, you know, manage your time and set your schedule such that you're guaranteed at least seven hours. And, and, and you only know, you only know yourself if you're the type of person that doesn't yeah. fall asleep right away. I'm talking about sleep because the yeah. body needs sleep um, yes. to get the spindles to clean your brain basically. And so it, like, if I would, I would say, Hey, if you're not getting those seven hours of sleep, go to work, you know, get up a little later and figure out how to work the work it in so that you get that exercise in at some other point throughout, throughout the day. Okay. You know, Harvard says that one that sleeps something like this, I'm going to miss, I'm going to paraphrase it wrong, but something like uh, if one sleeps less than six hours a night on average, one quintuples their risk of death from anything. Really? So th those that sleep six, uh, less than six hours a night quintuple their risk of death from anything. Well, it could be that you're tired so you crash your car. Right. But it could be your mm -hmm. body creates excess insulin and then, you know, you have too much weight on your body. You know, it could be a lot of different things. Um, and so, you know, just no judgment, just just, just something to think about. What was your plane mm -hmm. weight in college? What was your plane weight in college? Oh, on me? Yeah. Uh, actually, in college, I was I was lighter in college. I was uh, between 300, 305 range, 299 range in that area. Uh huh. And how and old are you? Now uh, I just turned I turned 28 in December of last awesome. year. Awesome, and and you have played in the IFL in the past, correct? Uh, no, this is my first year in the IFL, but I played arena. This is I will be my third year pro mm -hmm. in arena. Gotcha. 
and um, your season gets short shortcut last year because of COVID? Uh, yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so you're, you're basically, you're just trying to keep yourself in shape to get to camp basically, I guess. And then, uh, you're still going to work while you're in camp or you're not going to work while you're in camp basically. Um, no, I'm going to work while I'm in camp. Uh, like I said, I'm going to work while I'm in camp, you know, and playing football during the season. Cause what it is a lot of reading teams, what they do is for kids, you know, athletes, you know, that want to work still, you know, to make some extra more money. They would have to work early in the day and have practice at night. Like later on, like eight o'clock, you know, yeah. thirty, whatever at night. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I'll pause right. and see. We do, we do have some football fans on. Anybody have any questions thus far? Yeah. Well, <laughs> my damn Titans needed a defense this year, but it turned out that we really needed an offense in the playoffs. So. Oh, man. When Derrick Henry only has 40 <laughs> yards, I think that's what he had, right? 18 well, for 40. Look, they, they were going to key off them. We just – look, you would have never thought that would have happened. But we did. I mean, look, it's hard to beat – you guys can say it's hard to beat a team three times in a row. Well, it's also hard to beat Not that, any, that team. It's also hard to beat that team two years in the playoffs in a row, and I think you had lo- I think you had beat them the year before, right? You beat Baltimore the year yeah. before, which was a shock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know, Jim, you keep raising a good point. I mean, whether you're an athlete or whether you're just a common person that drives a desk by day, I, I think you know this whole sleep issue is so important and that's where I continue to do my battles of you know just trying to get a solid seven would be great you know yeah and is it is it I mean for me to get seven I have to force myself a couple things I got to tire myself out throughout the day I move a lot I exercise a lot so I I can do all that but like for me to get seven I I probably have to be in bed seven and a half to eight hours you know what I mean because I wake up a lot at night (laughs) blah 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 you know um but but my my days used to be when I weighed 40 or 50 pounds more, you know, um, and I had a more stress, even a more stressful job. And, you know, if I would say, OK, I'm going to sleep seven hours and I would go to bed at 10 and then Dwayne, I would get up at five to work out. I used to do that. But I used to exercise all the time and I would never lose weight. And everyone would look at me like, you know, you're like you exercise all the time. I was even training for my first Ironman and I was gaining weight, not losing weight. You know, an Ironman is like when you do swimming, biking, and running, and it's a ton of training, yeah. you know. So, and a lot of it was because I just wasn't sleeping enough. Go ahead, Jan. What, what do you think the reason is, Jan? Like, what can we do to fix it? I don't know. I mean, I guess part of it's a habit. I don't have trouble getting asleep. It's trouble staying asleep. But right, I'm a little bit older than yeah. those guys are. Mm-hmm. Just a you know, little bit. It's, 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 you know, that that 2.30 or 3 in the morning where you decide you want to wake up and have a conversation with yourself for an hour before you go back to sleep, and then you got to get back up. And so it's never a good restful sleep. Right. That's called monkey brain, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Anybody else heard that term, monkey brain? Who else had <laughs> that, that? That's when... I have, I have monkey brain. I have monkey brain all the time. So can you please come up with a product called anti-monkey brain so we can get rid of this thing? Seriously. I mean, monkey brain, for those that don't know, is when we wake up and we think about all kinds of stuff and we can't shut our brain off. And then all of a sudden we're not sleeping. Right. So, Jan, yeah, that, I mean, that, yeah. that time in bed and a lot of it's stress and anxiety or just preparing for things. You know, each one of us has slightly different amounts of sleep that we truly need. Now, when I used to uh, work in my previous job, I could get by in five or six hours a week of sleep as long as I cut 
caught up on the weekend. However, my weight was 40 or 50 pounds more and, you know, maybe got uh, some of, some of that monkey brain, but we, I really, really had to plan my time so that if I thought I would have an hour of monkey brain a night, I would try and force myself to go to bed an hour earlier or sleep an hour later. And a lot of times that meant I couldn't do my morning workout. Now, Jan, I know we've talked about this a lot. Um, did you ever get a sleep study? I can't remember if you did. No, 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 I haven't. It's probably worth next time you go to your doctor, which you have that great yeah. network of doctors is just bringing it up and just saying, Hey, I got this thing. I think it's monkey brain. Any yeah. advice? Because to me, the only advice I can have, which is just very rudimentary and I'm not an expert is to try and force yourself to, you know, yeah. be more tired, which means you might have to manage your schedule so that you exercise more where you elevate your heart rate, you know, and there's yeah. strength, but there's also, and there's walking, Right. But yeah, there's yeah. also, you know, and you and you might elevate your heart rate when you walk. Right. But there's yeah. like, do I need to do something different where I'm, in, you know, including my yeah. health more in my life so yeah. that I do get more tired? I think of my kids. We try and tire those kids out so they go to sleep. Otherwise, right. they don't go to sleep. And I think some of it's true for us. That's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm absolutely hyperactive. So I, for me to for me to wind down, you know, for me to maintain my eight hours of sleep and every night. I have to go to bed. I have to lay down for like two hours before, you know, I have to shut my brain down. I got to lay down like two hours before. Cause you know, I wake up at 8 AM. I eat, I do my thing. I go play sports all day. And for some odd reason, you know, if I lay down and I'm like, Oh, I got to be up in eight hours. Okay. It's time to go to bed. You know, if we, we go to bed at 10 and got to, or, you know, say I go to bed at 11, I got to wake up at eight or I got to wake up at seven. I'm only going to end up getting five to six hours of sleep in that time period. Um, and the only thing that helped me, you know, was, was that like, I, I threw the phone away. I've thrown the TV away. Um, all of the stuff like that. And I'll, you know, I'll, my mind will keep racing. It's almost as if I just like, it's as, as if I have to focus on something. Um, and the only way I've been able to beat that, you know, and get good sleep is going to, it has been me laying down a couple hours before it's actually bedtime. Yeah, and it's good that you've actually figured that out, Nate. Uh, I think it's, I, I agree that it is different for each one of us. And, you know, that that's good that you're managing it, but you're able to manage your time to be able to do that. Um, some people are uh, at different places with their schedule and can't do it. But like, we really, 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 and I think uh, we all agree, we have to focus on our sleep. If we do not sleep enough, we cannot maximize our potential and you guys as professional athletes, you know, you, it's all about trying to maximize the science of your bodies. You know what I mean? Mm, absolutely. And, and yes. you know, the, no different than when I coach some of these athletes that are trying to get faster, get leaner, whatever athlete or Jan, as you said, athlete or non-athlete, but it is about maximizing the science of our body. And, you know, how, how do you guys, so, so sleep is something that if, you know, you aren't doing enough of it or you're not allocating enough time for it, then it's really trying to think about how do I do better? Now, the, if, if we got a sleep person on here, they would talk about sleep hygiene. So they would talk about not, you know, shutting, some people got to shut down the blue screens an hour or two before you go to bed. They would talk about some people, I've coached many people that cannot work out one or two hours before they go to bed because they get amped up. You know what I mean? I've, I, some people can't have caffeine after noon or after two o'clock in order to fall asleep. So these are all things you just got to pay attention to and figure out who, 
you know, who you are. Food really matters for sleep too. You know, trying to eat mostly whole foods. I'm curious what you guys eat, uh, but eat, eat mostly whole foods and trying to have a, a, a preponderance of unprocessed, you know, beans and greens and sweet potatoes and potatoes and healthy stuff. And if you're having meat products or fish, you're having a two to four ounce piece not every day, surrounded by a lot of fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, because when we are anti-inflammatory, that can help, you know, kind of calm our system down a little bit and help us sleep a little better too. Absolutely. What do you guys eat throughout the day? Um, I'm, you know, I, uh, some people hate when I say this, but I'm a big red meat guy. You know, it's red meat, potatoes and vegetables. Um, I do... As of right now, um, since I am closer to season, I've been cutting back on the red meat and doing a lot of chicken, um, keeping the fat down a little bit. You know, I've been trying to focus on just making it raw protein, um, you know, but I, my, my metabolism is so intense. Like my, my resting metabolic rate um, for the people who understand that stuff is it's, I, I'm sitting at almost 3000 a day. I'm at, at 2,900. I, my last time I checked, I was like, I think, I believe it was 2966. And, you know, and that's what I burned doing nothing. And, uh, and at that, you know, burning that much, I have to maintain a higher amount of fats in my diet. So that is where I get a lot of that. Like I do do a lot of omegas. Like I get a lot of my, um, a lot of, I love avocado. I used to hate it. I, I will, I will admit it. I hated it until I learned the that's nutritious good. value of it. And I, now that I've, you know, I kind of have built that, that, uh, the taste buds for it. I can't get enough of it. I, I, I eat it every day with my three eggs, you know, and I, I, I eat my three eggs in the morning, a little high on, on the cholesterol bar, but I, I, I love eggs. <laughs> yeah. I eat, um, avocados every single day. And, you know, I think that if you're going to eat eggs, if one's going to eat eggs, it's worth, uh, getting, um, the organic eggs. Because that is the one thing that we care about our gut bacteria a lot. So if, if I were your coach, I'd say Always. Make, sure, make sure you get organic eggs because you don't want those antibiotics that are stuffed into the chickens to go into it's, your gut it's bacteria. Worth, yeah, it's worth the extra $2. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really is. And look, it sounds – how much processed food are you eating, Nate? And then I want to talk to you, Dwayne. Okay. Well, to be completely honest, you know, I don't shy away from a, a cheat meal. Um you know, I'll have some cereal um, process, you know, I mean, to be completely honest, you know, I, just moving out here, I'm really doing the bare minimum. You know, if I'm eating, I'm eating chicken. And if I'm eating, I'm eating beef, um, a lot of vegetables, lots of salad. Paleo, but you're, you're pretty much eating mostly unprocessed foods most of the time. That Yeah, absolutely. Which you know, I, 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 I will absolutely, I, I own my, I own it. I will absolutely not shy away from going and eating a box of macaroni from Walmart. You know, I will, I won't lie. I, I will. Um, you know, I try to focus on the main essentials, you know, and when it comes down to it, you know, that stuff is cheaper. I, I, I personally, I'm a man that likes to live on a budget. I, I do live on a budget. I'm not in the NFL yet, so we don't get to, you know, I have to, we got to make with what we got. Um, and if you want to stay successful in this league, you know, we, we, we don't make, you know, I mean, yes, we're, we are professional athletes, but we don't make anywhere what you would think some of these professional athletes make, you know, we make enough to survive, but we still got, that's why like we, that's why most of us, we work through the season. 
Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I have to work or I, you know, I can't pay my bills, <laughs> but of course, of course. You know, we're all, we're all doing it for, for a future process. You know, once we get into that CFL, XFL, NFL rate, you know, I don't, I don't have to work another day in my life. That's right. Look, I, I think that um, ideally from a food perspective, you know, we, we want to try and eat as, you know, a preponderance of whole foods, you know what I mean? And unprocessed things. And, you know, the, uh, like the body can handle some processed things for sure. I think that most of the world is probably eating about 10 to 20% unprocessed at best. I know this because I, I, ha I have an app and people report to me, people I coach and sometimes people I don't coach report to me what percent of the food they yesterday was processed and unprocessed. It's an education about what's processed and what's unprocessed, but once they understand it and, and, and some people eat like 90% processed, only 10% unprocessed, right? And so, mm -hmm. you know, the goal is to try and eat as much unprocessed food as we can. And then the other thing is to try and get plants into our body. So that's fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds as much as we mm -hmm. can, because it really is about our gut bacteria. So if we can keep our gut bacteria happy, happy, there's evidence out there that if we get 30 different plants a week, so let's say you had a salad, Nate, you're talking about a salad and it has six different types of green, that counts as six plants, right? But there's evidence out there that says that we get 30 plants a week into our body, that our gut bacteria is healthier, mm -hmm. we get sick a lot less, and we get depressed a lot less, right? So oh, okay. food absolutely matters. Dwayne, what are you eating? Well, now, like I said, um, what I what I try to do is I try to stay with meat a lot, like red meat. Now if I eat meat, it's like chicken, more chicken and vegetables. I try to shy away from the rice. But my big thing is, like I said, and it's a habit. And I, I'm trying to cut it out. It's like I love to eat like pizza, pizza and stuff. So yeah, that's pizza. Like oh, that's my like that's like my kryptonite. <laughs> we all love like, pizza. Kinda, <laughs> that's my kryptonite. But like I. When I shy away from it, you know, and just eat whether post to, I'll be fine. But now it's like now I'm like in that that three thirty range. It's like I I can lose, like I it's just I'll be up and down. I could be like three three thirty now. A couple days now I'll be three twenty six twenty five. I said okay, I'm going down. A couple days later I'm back to three twenty nine. I'm like oh what the hell? I'm going backwards. Okay, lose two pounds, go back two pounds. I keep going back. I'm like oh my god. Like I try, I'm trying to figure out I when I lose the weight, just keep it off. <laughs> Not, well, you know, what what's go your goal? What do you want to report to camp at? Well, my thing is this: well, in general, just playing weight. Like, I want to get back how I was like my first year playing arena. I was three oh five, and I was looking good. <laughs> well, you know, um, do you guys wear a wearable device that tracks your movement and tracks your heart rate on workouts and tracks your steps? You guys do that or no? No, uh, I have me. No, not me. No, I haven't worn that. Nate. I don't, you know, I, like, I, like we talked about, I do like the little metal thing. Like if I'm on the bike, yeah. I'll, I'll put yeah. my hands on the sensors to check, but you know, yeah. you never know how accurate they truly are. I know there's like a, uh, like a three to six range that it's off. They're pretty accurate. Um, the percent. You know, they... you can see the screen. I'm wearing a couple watches right now. I had a third one on my wrist mm -hmm. yesterday. I have an app that uh, if you uh, wear a device, 
and uh, you sign up for my app, it, all of your data feeds into my app. And then at, you wear it for a week and maybe you answer some questions for a week. And we can learn a lot about kind of where people are at in that week. We can learn how much mm -hmm. they're sleeping. We can learn what their resting heart rate is. And resting heart rate is key. We can learn after they work out how fast their heart rate goes down, which is heart rate recovery, which is if you went to see a cardiologist, they'd have you do a stress test and then they'd lay you down right after and see how fast your heart rate goes down, which is probably the one of the best indicators we can possibly have of overall health and wellness, both under the hood and, you know, our athletic endurance. Mm -hmm. And so all of these things matter. Dwayne, if you're trying to lose weight and you said, you know what, I want to, I want to maybe try that. I'm happy for you to, you know, get an Apple watch or get a Garmin, you know, and hook up to it. And we could, we could see what you look like for a week. There's no pressure. You don't have to do that. You know, Shruti's on the phone. Shruti's doing it with an Apple watch right now. Shruti, how you doing? I'm sorry, what was your question? I was just saying, you're wearing an Apple Watch right now, and you are starting to do your reporting, which is answer some questions. And how does that make you more accountable? Are you feeling better? Are you doing better with your health right now? I, I think so. I mean, definitely just, uh, you know, putting it on paper and putting it, make, making the entries uh, is, you know, you, when you're... When you're eating, you don't feel it, but uh, when you're <laughs> typing it in, uh, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so there is certainly accountability and I think uh, it, it, it helps a lot. Yeah, from a food perspective, when we have to report, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, our unprocessed versus processed or how we're doing and we know we got to report that, the whole idea behind like making people accountable for what they eat is to, they, okay, I know I got to report it, Maybe I'm going to pass on one bad thing versus, you know, maybe I'll have one versus two bad thing. You know what I mean? That's the idea. But, you know, weight loss is something that um, if we, yeah, and Dwayne, if you get down to your playing weight at 305 or a little south of that, you know, yeah, you know that, that could be glorious. You know, um, I appreciate, you know, this mentality of, you know, protein, 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 but, you know, trying to also have a lot of plants is a good thing and actually yeah. might help you lose weight and maintain your weight. Um, you know, maybe, maybe instead of having, you know, um, tons and tons of meat, you do a little substitute where you have a little less meat and you have a little more vegetables, right? And that can make a humongous difference. Yeah. I appreciate that you're athletes, but some, something for you guys to think about. Yeah, I have a question, actually. Um, what is, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I almost envy Dwayne because I, I could, me eating healthy and eating like unprocessed, you know, it's almost as if, and long story short, I can't gain weight if I try. <laughs> you know, I really, like, I have to, for me to gain weight, it's almost, it's almost, it almost seems impossible. You know, I, I went from, I was, when I, I took a break from football for about four months, I had some family stuff come up and, you know, I needed an outlet. So I started bodybuilding and it was longer, it was longer than four months for sure. But, you know, I came to the realization that, uh, that I wasn't gaining any weight off of eating, you know, my four, three, four meals a day. I had to bump my meals up for, to like anywhere from like, like four to six. And on most days I was eating six meals a day. And, you know, I mean, I, I always, I always got the bloat. I always got bloated. Um, you know, I always had to use the restroom. I, there was always, I mean, my, my water intake was there. Everything was there when it came to my nutritional value, like my nutrition, 
it's just almost as if like like uh, like I said right now, you know, I'm eating a lot of chicken and a lot of a lot of vegetables as well as I'm getting a lot of carbs. I do I do do rice. Rice is my main source as well as oats. Um, I do do a lot of oats. Um, I try to get the organic ones what as kind much of rice? as often. Um, I do I do white rice right now. Okay. Yeah, oats are oats are great. Also, you know, if you're eating white rice and you're eating it with a lot of beans and greens and veggies, there's some evidence that the insulin spikes that can happen from white rice can be blunted or reduced from it. And some people don't have problems with white rice. Some people do better with brown rice or wild rice. Yeah, I never, I never, I never get bloated after a cup of rice. You know, I my body handles rice very well. It's almost as if it's like instantly broken down and ready to go. You know, like I find myself. You know, I'll, I'll load up on anywhere from 100 to 150 grams of carbs before my workout, you know, throughout my like, I, I like to get in like two meals before my workout. If not, you know, on, on a day where I'm running a little late, we'll, we'll get one in, I'll go like, I'll have like a 60, I do two bags of oats or my oatmeal, which is 66 grams of carbs total. Um, in, in and, you know, oats or raw oats. Uh, so sometimes I do, I have both. Um, I, I try to, if I'm running late, I will, I will. I will get the instant oats. Um, yeah, I'll, I would, but I, do I, would also. I would strongly prefer if I were your coach for you to not have instant oats because sometimes they add sugar or you know preservatives or other things. Whereas if you could yeah. eat the whole oats, I have this thing called oatmeal plus five plus four. There's a video on YouTube about it, but it's about eating oatmeal with at least five different fruits instead of like a whole banana. You could have a half a banana and a couple of blueberries, a couple of strawberries, a couple of mangoes. You know, trying to trying to get multiple different plant sources in with the oatmeal plus two to heaping two to heaping two to four heaping tablespoons of ground flaxseed you eat that and you're the nutrient on nutrient interaction between all the different fruits and the oatmeal and the flaxseed is really uh spectacular at drawing out a lot of the phytonutrients in a lot of these plants so i don't know what you're doing with the oats i also put cinnamon in there i put some shaved almonds in there usually yeah, I, I like to i put some apples i'll do a half of a banana um, like usually I do usually do my banana every morning. Um, I, I do like putting apples. I do the maple brown sugar most of the time. So I get some of my sugar in there. I'd rather have um, you get that from plant sources. If you could, I do gr red grapes usually or green grapes or dates, you know, apples, uh, okay. you know, Hey, brown how sugar's are, how are, fine. How are cranberries. Most of the cranberries out there have added sugar. So cranberries okay. are tough unless they're totally raw. And if they're raw, they usually taste like crap. Um, you know right. what I mean? They're not very <laughs> yeah, they're, sweet. They're not very good. So, so, but my bowl typically has, you know, raspberries, blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, dates, grapes. And I, what I'll do is I'll make four or five days in a row in advance. So then I just put them in the fridge and I eat them yeah. cold. Usually yeah, I go for a run in the morning and I put them in the fridge, you know? And then I got Absolutely. them. So would you, like, would you recommend like, so... Go ahead, Dwayne. Oh, you, you, you want me to go? Sure. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Nah, like, I, I just want to say that's my thing. It's like, it's like, what do I, like, I need to eat, like, you know, at the right time or what, like, or variety of different foods? Because that's my thing. Like, I could be doing one thing, um, you know, uh, with, with the vegetables or with the fruit, whatever. But my thing, I, like, you know, like a day of uh, what I should be eating. That's my thing. Well, I, I, I eat the oatmeal plus five plus four every morning. Um, I, I make four or five days at once because I don't like making it. But if I make it, making it one day, I can just put the oatmeal yeah. and the fruits and the flaxseed in four or five other Tupperwares. 
And so that that's what I usually make. And I have that every day. And that is super, super healthy. And, you know, you know, you might go through a period where, you know, your body gets used to it and maybe you cleanse a little bit because you're having more fiber that usually ends after a week or so. So if I yeah. know I have that um, base, then okay. so then it's like, what do I do for the other meals in a day? And usually for usually for lunch, yeah, I'll try I mean, I'll try, yeah. I'll try and do some greens with beans and I just try and throw a ton of um you know, fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds in there. So my bowl, sweet potato is one of the healthiest things on the planet. So my bowls usually have. Yeah, I heard about they eat sweet potatoes. Yeah. But you know, I just did a podcast about people that live to be a hundred years old in blue zones throughout the world, and they eat potatoes or sweet potatoes every single day. You know, there's all this bad press out there about potatoes and sweet potatoes. They eat rice. Some of them eat white yeah. rice. Some of them eat brown rice. Some. If you look, my view is that if you want to lose weight, you want to yeah. be more mm-hmm. more heavy on the sweet potatoes. You want to be heavy on. You want to have an avocado in that bowl every day. You want to have a bean, some beans in there. The one thing that was common of people that lived to be a hundred in the world was they ate about a half a cup of beans every day. Doesn't matter what kind, pinto beans, black beans, any type of garbanzo beans, any type of beans. Yeah. You want as much fiber going through your body as possible. Right. So and then I just go to Trader Joe's and I buy the bags of there's this power greens. It has six different type of greens. And I just buy that bag and I put a hand. It's it's pre-washed and I put a handful of that in my bowl. And I have that with my bowl usually has potatoes, sweet potatoes, avocados, beans, the greens. And then I throw in like a mixture of broccoli cauliflower carrots i love so it like, like that for like lunch you have like a lunch or like dinner i usually i often have that for both but i just change up what's in the bowl um okay now i don't i i stopped having um meat a while ago um yeah and so um just because i feel a lot leaner and better and i'm down 40 or 50 pounds from what i was when i wasn't doing it so I, you know, I need like sometimes I'll do some tofu in there, uh, but I'll usually do that for lunch and for dinner. Uh, and I feel spectacular. Now, many people I coach, they will throw in some salmon or throw, they'll throw some chicken in. If you're doing any animal products, you want to make sure it is organic. You want to make sure it has no pesticides, no antibiotics. And, you know, it's a little more money, but it is worth it. Right. It is absolutely yeah. worth it. If you were having that for breakfast, you're having oatmeal plus five plus four for breakfast and you were doing these bowls for lunch and dinner, you know, and maybe you even throw, you know, throw, you have to throw something in, in the, in, in the middle of the day, you know, in yeah. between, like a lot of times I'll, I'll make my uh, food and I don't finish it all. And so I go put it in a Tupperware and I finish it later in the day. I did it right before this call. I also keep a bag of raw nuts around. So I do a lot okay. of, you know, uh, I just, I, I go to Trader Joe's and I buy the raw bag of nuts and I mix them all together. I put a few raisins in there and I have a handful or two of those every day. That was something else people that live to a hundred eat a lot of is they have two ounces of raw nuts every day. You know, and, uh, like with the oatmeal 4.5, 5.4, 4, like which way, like, what is that? In uh, well, that. So the oatmeal, so it's raw oats, not cooked in, not cooked in milk. It's cooked in water. It's uh, okay. at least five different fruits. So I use frozen fruits a lot. So that means that yeah. I will buy mixed bags of, you know, frozen fruits. I'll put them in and I usually have been, I'm looking at some bananas, you know, um, and I look at an apple. I've cut some stuff up and and then I just make sure I have some bags of bags of ground flaxseed around. There is a video. Oh, I think it's OK. There is a video I have. I don't have your email addresses. You guys might have mine. If you have mine, you can email me. But there's a video I call Oatmeal Plus 5 Plus 4. It's like 16 or 17 minutes long, which you think might be crazy. But when you watch that, eat, making that for breakfast could really like 
give you a staple of something to have every day for breakfast. And a lot of people will skip breakfast. Athletes like you guys, you guys should not be skipping breakfast. You need to eat. Oh, no, trust me. Uh, I need to, especially like lifting. Yeah, I'd be, you want to be hungry lifting. That's the worst thing in the world. So my, <laughs> yeah, my biggest thing is, you know, how, so how do I sustain, what it, what kind of, what can, what can I do to sustain my car? Like almost like my carbs, you know, throughout my workout. Cause it feels like, you know, if I eat that one meal, you know, even if I do 66 grams of carbs, which is a, which is, you know, plenty when you're loading your body up to go do a workout, it's almost as if half right after like half the day or half of my workout, I'm depleted. Well, um, what I do on my runs is I always have water. And, uh, you know, you should be drinking water throughout the day. And I put chia seeds in my water bottle when I work out, which gives me a little bit of energy. You know, um, they, they, they become gelatinous uh, after you put them in. But I use that. You know, I'll use fruit. So I'll do a lot of oranges and, you know, um, bananas. Now, depending on what I'm going to do in the morning, sometimes I will have the oatmeal plus five plus four if I'm, you know, going to do strength stuff. But if I'm doing cardio, I, I usually do cardio fasted. You know what I mean? Just because then um, right. I feel Everybody's better. Down, it gets rid of that barrier too. You, know, right. you just go. And then I try and eat within an hour after I finish my workouts. You know what I mean? And I, I know I have that oatmeal plus five plus four sitting in the fridge. And I know that as soon as I get done, sometimes I'll take it out from the fridge right before I leave for my workout. And then it's there when I get back and I love it. Okay. You know, what time, right? what time basically you would, you would say be a bedtime to eat breakfast? So I go to bed. I try. No, I'm on the West Coast right now, so I'm working New York hours. Okay. So it's a little off for me, but I try and go to bed like nine to ten, maybe ten o'clock usually. And I'm getting up probably around five thirty or six, so I'm getting seven and a half to eight hours. Uh, that's my schedule. I think that um, it, you know, if you're like Dwayne, I really want you to have a seven hour sleep rule, which means you're gonna have to go to bed earlier, or you're gonna have to work out after work. You know what I mean? Okay. You're gonna have to figure out how to sleep more. Sleep is so important. Right. And if you okay. want to lose weight and, and hit the hit camp you know, humming, that's something I would do. Uh, but, you know, okay. you just got to figure out your schedule so you can get this healthy stuff in your body now. And, and if you're eating like tons and tons and tons of meat and animal products and chicken and everything, just take the advice away of trying to reduce a little of that so that you can incorporate more fruits, vegetables, nuts and seeds and fiber into your body. It will pay off. Although, you, okay, you know, okay. you may, they, like, you might have to eat even more. Like, uh, you know, there's a, there's okay. a, there's a documentary called Forks Over Knives. You guys ever see that? I heard I've about heard that. Of it, but I, yeah. It's worth, it's worth watching. Yeah, you know, no. I'm not trying to make uh -huh. you plant. I'm not trying to make you plant-based. I'm not trying to do that. Right. Uh, but I am trying yeah. to say that, you know, all of us, if you look at the people who live to be a hundred years old, they're eating 80 to 90% you know, whole foods, plants, and then they're, they're uh -huh. supplementing with certain amounts of meat or fish or whatever. Um, and I'm trying to say to you guys, you probably would benefit a lot by doing that. Now you might be more hungry though. My wife's doing it right okay. now because her cholesterol was sky high and her blood pressure was through the roof. And, and in a month she changed and she, and she's a specimen when it comes to like her natural ability, but her weight went from 121 to 114 in, in 30 days that's a big percentage of weight just by absolutely congratulations. Yeah. It's a big <laughs> deal for her. Um, you know, just by eating better and having more plants, right. And having more, what I call food diversity, which is more different fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Right. Now you guys are not going to make these changes and just uh, change things overnight. Right. And you might get hungry. And that forks over knives movie says that people that switch to a plant-based diet eat probably seven or 800 more calories than those that don't eat plants because 
like I'm doing a lot of nuts. I'm doing a lot. I'm doing one to two avocados every day. I'm doing stuff that has, that is more calorie dense because I need to eat more to stay full, you know, cause I'm working out. I've, no, I've noticed that. With, yeah. I've noticed that with my beans. Beans are great. Yeah. I've noticed that when I, when I like to like, if I'm, if I'm, you know, I'll get tired of eating meat, you know, cause I, and I'm, I'm definitely a carnivore. I, I won't lie. <laughs> I love my meat. Um, I was the same growing up. I grew up in Wisconsin and dairy is the other thing. I cut dairy out and I feel a billion times better with dairy. Dwayne, if you're having that pizza and you're having the dairy, it's harder to lose weight when we eat pizza, just because your weight, you might be doing well other, other ways, but you know, the, the dairy is inflammatory and it is processed. And so it's sometimes harder to lose weight when we have that pizza. Now I'll get some plant-based pizzas, which I like, but it's processed. And when I, if I do it too much, I gain weight. I just do. Right. So if I really want to be good, I don't I use it more as a treat than I do as kind of a daily meal. So do you do you recommend like so for me, for example, is so since, like I said, I have such a high metabolism and, you know, like I feel like I'm burning off all those carbs. So like if I how do you feel about like, say, maybe I brought like a little bag of apples or something with me for my workout? Love it. it. Anything you you can never overeat unprocessed food. Okay. Now, the question is going to be when you have that apple or you have that banana or you have an orange or something. When I was a track athlete, I had a, a track. The oranges were everywhere at our meets. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I love oranges. Right. Anything Absolutely. unprocessed is better than going to have Gatorade or, or, or Powerade. And, I, and I, you know, the Gatorade has natural flavors. It has colors. The Powerade has high fructose corn syrup. Ideally, you want to avoid these things. I eat a ton of peanut butter, but I don't eat Jif anymore. Jif has hydrogenated oil in it. I love Jif. I love Skippy. Uh-oh. Right? Hey, but, Skippy. <laughs> but you're not going to ruin my peanut butter for me. No, no. <laughs> you're not going to lose oh, weight man. eating that, and you're going to feel like crap. I remember when I went plant-based, and I, and I never thought I would ever do this, right? But when I started to eat healthier, I got faster as an athlete. I got leaner. I, I, you know, my resting heart rate went way down. My blood work improved so sub- substantially that, like, I, t- that was 10 years ago. I thought I was going to do it for seven days. I heard about a guy who reversed heart disease by eating plants, and I have a little bit of heart disease. So, like, I told my wife I was going to do that. She's like, shut up. You're not going to do that. There's no way you're going to do that. You're from Wisconsin. All you eat is the way, like, all I ate was chicken, cottage cheese, a bunch of dairy, a bunch of cheese. But I cut it out. I lost seven pounds in a week, and I lost 30 pounds in a month. And I was like, I'm not going back to something out. I'm not, I'm not going back to something else. Dwayne, if you want to talk more about it, I'm happy to have a separate talk with you and help you design something. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Um, so you can, you guys have my email address. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely going to be in contact. You know, I, I need, um, I definitely need some advice on, you know, on, you know, I, like I said, I, I have no, like I, I have no problem eating more. Let's put it that way. I am always hungry. Um, I, even on my meat diet, you know, I, I'm always hungry, always. Now it's about maximizing, it's about maximizing what you put in your body, but it's about sleep. So we've established that, but it's also about movement. The reason I want you guys to wear a wearable device is I can see what your movement's like. Now, if you have an iPhone, you guys have iPhones? No, I got Uh, uh, an Android. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. All right. Well, if you had, um, if you had a, uh, any type of wear device, we could see how much you're moving now. Okay. Movement is so important when we're not exercising. Most people, and I got to run here in a few minutes, but most people, this is what happens. I say to them, how many steps do you have today? I have no idea. All right, check your phone. It checks your steps if you're carrying your phone with you, right? Most people, yeah. it's like an, like an appendage, right? So, oh, I had 6,000 steps, right? Now, 
if you're working out and you're doing a little jogging, maybe you get some steps there. If you're not, you know, um, it's all about how many steps we're getting, but it's also about every hour when we're awake, how much are we are moving. And most people, if they're awake 17 hours, 13 of those hours, they sit or they don't move at all. Right. We need to, if we want to lose weight, we want to get healthier and stronger. We need to move more. And Shruti, I'm looking at you. You've been doing a lot better with your movement lately, right? Much better, much better. <laughs> so glad to hear that, Shruti. So look, guys, if you guys want to talk more, my email is jim at jvbwellness.com. That's jim at jvbwellness.com. Happy to talk to you guys a little more. I got to run in a couple minutes here. Any other comments or questions or anything else you want to talk about? No, just a huge thank you for having uh, having me on here, man. I, I, I've learned a lot today, and, you know, I'm actually going to take some of this advice and incorporate it into my daily routine, you know. I think, um, like, I, I'm, I'm very excited about figuring out, you know, like, bring some apples or some carrots, you know, bring something that, that can oranges. kind of – Oranges, yeah, bring, I, I heard orange. Um, how do you feel about, <laughs> like, the – the little little cuties and stuff like that those little Love oranges them. are doing okay them. perfect because i'm addic i'm addicted to those um yeah. even when i'm i'll eat i've ate i've i've ate like six of them today <laughs> yeah, again those are great right now where i am sumo oranges are big sumo oranges and so we're doing oh, a lot oranges. of sumo oranges okay. and i love them and I would much okay. rather have you reach for some grapes or, you know, the problem is that a lot of the world says, oh, that's all got sugar. But I'll tell you what, it's got a lot less sugar than if you go have a candy bar or something heavily processed. Right. And our body is meant to eat these unprocessed things. It's not as much meant to have too much sugar. I turned 51 yesterday. It was my birthday. And uh, my daughter is she's 14, one of my daughters, and she bakes and she baked me this cake. Oh, my God, I'm looking at it right now. And I ate half that cake. You know what I mean? And I'm okay with that because I know the next day or the next day today, I'm just going to be better. Right. And I'm going to get back to them. I have some sumo oranges tonight. I like to cut up some apples and I get some dates and it's like having a caramel apple, except I know I can use much of that and I'm not going to gain weight because that is what our body is meant to eat. Right now. I also know I had my oatmeal plus five plus four for breakfast uh, halfway through the afternoon. I had some leftovers of some avocado, sweet potatoes, potatoes, bunch of uh, asparagus and beans. And, you know, I know that if I'm getting a lot of fiber into my body, then my body can much better weather some of the unhealthier cake I had. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Uh, any, Shruti, anything you want to talk about before we run? No, I, I was actually watching a show on Amazon Prime last night. It's called Foods That Cure Diseases or something like that. Foods That Cure Diseases. I'm going to look it up. How is it? It's, uh, it's long. It's four hours. Oh, wow. I haven't finished it yet, but um, I've watched about an hour and a half, and it's. I think it's. It's. You. You should watch it. You. You definitely should. It's called Foods That Cure Diseases. We will check Correct. it out. Yeah. Yeah, and food Damn is medicine. Vince. Hey, Vince. Hey, I'm the five-six number. Zoom. Love it, man. Me. How you doing, man? Let me out. I'm good. How are you? Good. You uh, feeling great, good these days? Great talk today. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying this. Great talk, guys. Vince is a die. Vince and I used to work together in our day jobs, and is a diehard athlete and gifted individual, and a big big sports fan, if I recall. So, Vince, yeah. Yeah, days aren't aren't too good these days. I'm an Eagles fan, so it's been a, been a tough. <laughs> I guess all sports. So I've been getting my you, ass kicked over here, but 
You um, you doing CrossFit right now? Or what are you doing? I got like two minutes. <laughs> I did I I did my first CrossFit like full wad and and since I guess the day before lockdown yesterday. Great. How's your how, was, great? Was, and are you gonna make a commitment to get back at it? What's the plan? I'm I'm gonna make a plan. If I stick to it, it's another thing. But I'm gonna try to get at least three three four days. Uh, Good. I one question though. When you're talking about your fruit and vegetable intake, yeah, mostly with vegetables. How do you look at cooked versus raw? It's interesting. Sometimes we'll be, so here's my view on that. Uh, cooked, if we steam or boil, sometimes that brings out additional nutrients and phytonutrients. So it's spectacular. Okay. I sometimes eat raw. Sometimes I cook it. Sometimes I steam it. Sometimes I warm it up in the microwave. What I don't do as much is I don't uh, put stuff on the skillet with a bunch of oil because usually what happens is I'm not very good at managing that. And then it starts to smoke. And when these things start to smoke, they, they, there is some evidence that, they, you know, that could become carcinogenic and maybe isn't as healthy. So I don't grill these days unless it's very low temperature and I don't really put it on a skillet. But otherwise, warming it up is great. Like I just keep a bunch of frozen bags of fruit in the, in the freezer and I either put them on the stovetop and boil them or yeah. I just put them in the microwave, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Now, now, Vince on the phone here has been uh, he's been very good with plants a lot of his life. His dad's a physician and uh, preaches that trying to eat as many plants as he, as he can. Sometimes I think you've been plant based. Right. And so at the end of yeah. the day, we don't have to be plant based, but we should be eating 70 or 80 percent plants. We just should be. That's just what is that's what our body's meant for. And I bet Truti in this movie that they talk about a lot of uh, plants that cure diseases. I mean. Hippocrates, Hippocrates, which is um, the Hippocratic Oath was based on that doctors take, said, let food be thy medicine. This is thousands of years ago. And he's talking about he's not talking about a Kit Kat. He's not talking about Jif peanut butter as much as I love that. He's talking about natural whole foods. Yeah, yeah. It's mostly vegetarian, vegan, and they talk about all the good things. And so it's it's very nice. In this book I just finished, and I just put this podcast out about blue zones. I don't know if you guys listened to it yet, but it says pescatarians live the longest, which is, you know, the ones that eat fish and pretty much are vegetarian otherwise. So who knows? I don't want to label. I just want people to get as much food as they, uh, healthy food as they can to get their body. Dwayne and uh, Nate, if you guys want to talk anymore, you can look me up, hit me up. We can talk about it more. But I got to run here, guys. Vince. Get email for me. <laughs> yeah, man. Jim at jvbwellness.com. Vince, it's great to see you. Shruti, as always, good to see you guys. And we'll be in touch. Yeah, thanks, guys. It was great listening to you. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Good, thank you very luck, much. Good luck with your training, guys. You're always well. We do this call every week at this time. So you're, I'll put you guys on the distribution list if you email me. Usually I just okay. summarize something. You'll see the podcast we put out every week. And if you want to join, you can always join. And you don't have to. And you can always join for five minutes. You don't have to join. You know, Okay. that's what we do. All right. Absolutely. Later, guys. Thank you. Bye. Later.